0: Kimberly, co love twenty. Co love. Yeah, it's different than. Co- you
1: changed it.
0: Yeah, it's different than COVID
1: Thank nineteen.
0: God. You are co love twenty.
1: Did you just come up with that?
0: No, stole it from Joe Dispenza. I got an email today. Just it was all, all <laughs> I can think of because I'm tired. I've been traveling. First time on an airplane in four freaking months. And how did that go? Don't tell anybody. I took my get my mask off when no one was looking.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Breaking all the rules.
0: Breaking all the rules. Breaking all the rules. Well, hey, we are gonna be talking about three things as we come out of this COVID situation. You know, we're not completely out as of the airing of this episode, but we're we're dipping we're a big We're coming out. We're dipping a big toe I'm into coming the-
1: out. I like the world to as my five year old says, Mom, you suck at singing.
0: What are the three things that we are going to tell them other than your singing today?
1: (laughs) Other than that, I suck at that. All right, so the three things we're going to talk about, we've kind of talked briefly over in the last couple of episodes, maybe, but I think we'll go a little deeper today. So the first one is finding joy and the importance of finding joy in every day, every aspect and how it is sometimes very easy to find it and somehow... uh, sometimes how it's not so easy to find it.
0: Well, give me the example. Before you go into the other two, let's just take them one at a time. No, no, no. Let's just
1: overview, overview, quick overview. Uh, The second one is going to be to love where you're at and, and I know we've talked about that before. And then the last one is uh, for you, my dear husband, stop trying to control everything. I know. All right. So these are our three. So let's go to number one, finding joy. Talk, Talk to me. Finding joy,
0: well look three two one go all right, so what we're after with finding joy is really as simple as that we're looking to reach for the next the next great feeling that we can have, and it's weird, you know our subconscious our brain is designed to protect us, and because it's designed to protect us it's always looking for what's wrong and when you're looking for what's wrong, you find what's wrong and you don't really find joy, so for me, looking to find those things that are joyful is. A very active process it's not it's not easy, so uh, you know we start the day in the morning you know listening to affirmations et etc, to kind of get us in the right vibe. but I think it's a constant you know reminder as you're going through it and it's it's an interesting thing because no matter how stressed or upset or frustrated you are if you look for something that is joyful what feels good it's interesting the answers that will come up like i'll give you a, i'll give you a silly example normally on on this day, we're recording this on the Sunday. Don't tell anybody. It's, I know it's called Friday, but we're recording this on the Sunday.
1: So scandalous.
0: I know. Um, normally on the Sunday, you, know, you don't really need to know this, but I, but I clean my bathroom on the Sunday, right? Oh my God. That's my Sunday ritual. But this morning it was I was like- an
1: amazing ritual for a Sunday.
0: But I was like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't, I I don't want to clean it, right? I just, don't, I just don't want to clean it. And I was like, okay, well, what would feel good? And so Someone else cleaned it. No, nobody else cleaned it. Um, I just thought about like, what are things that would feel good? And I just went around the house today and some of it was reading, some of it was stretching, some of it was um, uh, watering the plants out there in the sun. And I'm not suggesting that you should use it as a form of procrastination, but I'm saying that there is something that's inside of you that is guiding you and leading you and telling you what to do all the time. This internal guidance system is constantly telling you what feels good. And when you feel good, you're vibrating at a different frequency, a different level, and you're attracting different things. So that's what it means to me. What about you?
1: So, you know, the finding of joy, right? As I go deeper into this, we've talked about Abraham Slash Esther, we've talked about Gabby Bernstein, we've talked about a lot of things, right? Um, I almost said Wayne Diamond. What's his name?
0: Wayne Dyer. Wayne Dyer. Not to be confused with Not Wayne Not to
1: be confused with Wayne Diamond, who was in uh, Uncut m- Gems with Adam Sandler. So, di- oh, totally different human being. But, you know, when I look at finding the joy, right? So, there's finding joy in the daily. And when I find that I'm frustrated with, you know, just God, if I have to, it's like, I have to ask Sophia to do something 82 times before she actually does it because she wants to test every freaking limit of my patience.
0: Sophia is our five-year-old daughter.
1: Yes. And so I have to ask her. it it literally has to get to the point of consequences before she's willing to like give in. And it could be something super easy and benign, but it's like trying to find joy in those moments is where it's hard. Finding joy in normal, happy moments, Rob and I with a glass of wine outside, looking at the birds or whatever. Okay, those are easy moments, but it... I find that the struggle and the work is in finding joy when the shit is hitting the fan. And so what I'm trying to do, that's not super successful all the time, but what I'm trying to do is lean into that.
0: If you're finding yourself feeling stuck or frustrated where you're you're pushing, 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 trying to go to the next thing, the next thing to accomplish your goals, ask yourself where the joy is. And I think what's important to consider in doing this is that this is not a pass on doing work if if the joy is if the
1: bathroom has to be cleaned
0: if it has to be cleaned and you're just putting it off because you'd rather watch netflix that's another thing but if you're asking yourself like what would give me joy right now and only you only you are going to know the answer so in kim's case you know she was feeling bunched up about some things and she's like i just need to i just need to get out and so that led her to a walk with a butterfly. So (laughs) there you go. Number two.
1: All right. So the second thing in our, uh, what we've learned in the quarantine is to love where you're at and, and this was a huge one, huge, huge, huge. Uh, Do you want to start? You want me to start? Where you want to start?
0: Okay. So um, loving where you're at. So loving where you're at and. I am always looking to improve. No matter no matter what I have, if I have a body that looks like this, I want it to be better. If I have a house that looks like this, I want it to be better. A bank account that looks like this, I want it to be better. The problem in doing that is that if you focus on where you want to go and look at where you are as what you don't like, then it makes it very, very difficult for you to be able to manifest what you want because you're coming from this place of lack as opposed to coming from the place of a higher vibration. So what we've what we've been taught and what we've been practicing and what seems to be working out is to really, really love where you are and want to go to the next thing. So for example, we're in a house right now that is not an ocean view. I could easily say, I'm pissed off. I mean, I know this sounds obnoxious actually coming out of my mouth, but I'm pissed (laughs) off that I don't have an ocean view or it's frustrating or why does everybody have a view but me? You know what I'm talking about. Well, you go down that rabbit hole, right? Instead, what I've learned to do is to walk around and look at everything and say, oh, I have a beautiful deck. I have birds out here. I have a great backyard. All of these things are true, by the way. I have a uh, beautiful shelter for my family. You know, all of these things and we can go, you know, I can go room by room and find something that I love. So when I'm coming from that place of what I love and I would love to have, I'd love to wake up in the morning and have an ocean view, it feels completely different than coming from a place of, I hate where I am. That's how I'm taking it. What about you?
1: No, that's exactly it. So if it's your body, you know, do a body scan. Like we all want to improve. I want to improve, right? So start at the top, start at the bottom, wherever you're comfortable and scan your body. I love my hair because I like my eyes. I really appreciate the fact that my heart is still beating. You know, I am grateful for my lungs being able to take in the deep breath. I... Love that I don't look 400 years old. I don't know, whatever it is for your body. Love where you're at. That doesn't mean like, you know, look, people get into this self-love thing where it's like, I'm gonna love every single thing. And it's not about that. It's not about loving all of it all the time. It's about find the things that you truly can step into 100% authentically and say, I love this about me. Don't bullshit yourself and say, I love my muffin top if you don't love your muffin top, okay? Because that is not gonna fly because that's incongruent, that's not authentic. If you don't love something, don't say it, but find the things you do love, find where you are at. If it's your job, find, I, you might hate what you're doing, but you might love the people in your building. You might love the hours you work. You might love- Your
0: boss. Your you know, The, boss, co- like, the coffee that, that exactly. gets delivered, the perks that you have at the right. job, whatever.
1: So find the things you absolutely love and be hopeful, optimistic, grateful, and excited for the things that you're manifesting.
0: That's a, that's a really, really good point. I, I'm really glad that you highlighted that point because it's, it's very easy to walk, to use a Tony Robbinsism, it's very easy to walk into your garden and go, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. Yeah. That's bullshit. Or you can look at it and say, in the garden, there are these beautiful flowers that I have and I'm grateful for those flowers. So I, I love that piece of recognizing all of the things that truly you do love because you're not gonna raise your vibration by kidding yourself if you hate the curtains that are on your wall saying, I love these curtains in my house. If no, you don't- No, be
1: grateful you have fucking curtains because guess what? Then the sun would come up and it would wake your damn ass up <laughs> earlier than-
0: Which would be a true statement.
1: Which would be a true statement. So you have to go with the true statement. If there's anything that I've learned in the last 90 days is you gotta go with the true- factual statement that you can really feel the vibration of, not the bullshit thing that you're going to try to trick yourself into believing because someone told you it was supposed to be that way. No. Find the things you truly, truly, truly love. And in every situation, even the shittiest of situations, there's something you can love and what do you want next? All right, well, and I, I, and, and I, lean in on that vibration.
0: Well, I felt your vibration. That's, you for like sh- that? that's for sure. That's for sure. That <laughs> vibration just hit me and hit me right between the eyes. Uh, and number three. Well,
1: this one's for you. Stop trying to control everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for you, but it's for me too.
0: All right, let me control this podcast right now. All right. Um, controlling, controlling everything. I'm reading a book by uh, Michael Singer called The Surrender Experiment. And every, How's that going? Every time I look at the title, I'm like, fuck you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: fuck you and surrender. Because I'm not wants to
1: control I'm it. not
0: gonna surrender. I can't surrender. I can't wave a white flag. That means that I'm weak. That means that I, n- nothing like I, you know. So look, this is, this is not an easy thing. This is a everyday practice that I have to go through to surrender it over to the universe that does not mean don't take action it does not mean don't focus on achieving your goals and just go you know to a monastery and become a monk although you could if you want but really what this is saying is to surrender to the universe and trust that things are happening for you and not to you and some how some way this world seems to spin with 6 billion people in the middle of space made of 70% water without any bit of your help. The bees, bees, you know, and the rhinos, rhino. None of it has anything to do with you. So why not just surrender uh, to the process? So those two pieces of information for me, those three that we just gave really, but the, the big two ones for me that I've been allowing my life to be guided by, which has made a significant, Significant difference, and frankly, a lot more manifestation has been happening since we've done these two things. And the first one, uh, the first one is, or whatever order is, is what we just talked about, which is to surrender. And the other one is to be really, really grateful for where you are, recognize those things and want to get to- And uh, stay
1: in joy. So three things, and, yeah. and all th- of them.
0: And the third one is to uh, to stay in joy. But enjoy. the
1: controlling, let me go back to the controlling real quick because that I think is a really hard thing for people that lean in on control. So people that grew up and maybe had environments in their childhood or their early adulthood that they didn't have a lot of control in my friendships and life, those people tend to want to control everything. And I think it's very difficult to relinquish that control. But can you tell me why it's so important to relinquish that control in your opinion?
0: Okay, let me put it this way. Let's say that you have a certain thing that you're after and you say, okay, this is the thing I want. I want a new car this is how I'm gonna get this car. I'm going to work this many hours. I'm gonna make this much money and I'm gonna do A, B, C, and D. And I'm gonna put a down payment on the car and I'm gonna get the car. And then something comes into your orbit that's different. And you don't acknowledge or look at it the way you should be looking at it because you have a different plan in your mind about how this is supposed to go. Okay,
1: so an opportunity could come up a conflict could come up. So many things could come up, but you're so blind because you have decided this is the path of how you're getting what you want, that you're not willing to see that there could be an easier path or a different path or a giant obstacle in your path, but you are hellbound on your path because you decided or, it so.
0: Or maybe the path, maybe that wasn't your plan. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe you don't, really want the car, or maybe the car isn't right for you, or maybe you're going to get into a car accident if you get the car, who knows what it is. But the point is that if you surrender, you know, it was always, it's always fascinating to me when I see people say things like, I guess it wasn't meant to be. I'm like, my old person was like, because you didn't make it happen. That's why. But now I'm starting to go, there's peace in that. You know, like put out, the, put out the antenna for what you want and, and know that it might not be exactly what you want or it might be exactly what you want. But I can tell you this, the steps to accomplishing it are likely going to be different.
1: So manifest what you want. What is the thing you truly, truly want? Not what your ego wants, but that you really want, but surrender the journey. And say, I'm going to take the next step that shows up in front of me. I'm going to do the work, but I'm going to surrender the path, the journey, because it could be different. Because for you, your journey to California, what you thought it was going to be a decade plus ago was through selling multiple chiropractic offices and this whole Fakak plan of doing that, which by the way, other people did Mm -hmm. successfully and and they achieved what they
0: wanted. wasn't my path. But it
1: wasn't your path. Your path was different. But if you had stuck so true to that other path, the one that was laid out by a business coach and the one that was the other people were doing and the one that you thought you should do and should it all over yourself, if you had not been brave enough to say, this may not be my path, I'm gonna do something different. It might take me a little longer. It might be a little windier, but I'm gonna get there. I think that is the lesson there. That's the lesson of surrender. It's surrender the journey, surrender the path. It's not going to look exactly how you're planning it, you know, but if you keep the joy, you stay in the present, you do the work, you love where you're at, but you hold the vision of where you want to go and you surrender the path, I think anything is possible.
0: Who's to say that? What is unfolding before you isn't the plan.
1: Has it ever not been?
0: I'm still here. I'm still (laughs) kicking. And everything is always working out for us. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm slowly slowly starting to surrender. Well, listen, that's it, everybody. I'm glad that uh, things are starting to open up for everybody and states are starting to uh, let people do things like go out in the sunshine and shake hands and, and hug each other. I got a chance to travel. High elbow. High elbow. I got a chance to travel this weekend. And uh, my buddy, Darren, uh, uh, when, I, when I ran into him, he said, it feels so good to hug somebody. This is just He's nice. It. Well, that's it, everybody. Have a great week and we'll see you next week